What is up, everyone? It's your girl, Nadia Elizabeth. How is everyone doing today? I'm doing pretty good, actually. Um, okay, so we're going to be talking about a few things today. Um, we're going to be talking about anger. We're going to be talking about addiction. And we're going to be talking a little bit about depression. Now, I'm not going to go in depth today because... I feel like it's so much to talk about, and I feel like I can wait to talk in depth about it on another episode, which I will, because it's really important to me, because it it's, it made me who I am today. Um, okay, so let's go a little bit back to when I was a, a little girl, and I was maybe about 9 or 10 when it happened. Um, my mother met someone... And she cheated on my father. Now, for those of you, because I do have family and friends that are going to be listening to me. Now, my mother has changed so much. My mother has changed so much. She is a better woman. She is amazing. She is, she's just amazing. She's grown so much. She's changed so much. I am incredibly proud of her and of how she is and who she is now. But in order for me to tell my story the way that I need to, I have to tell a little bit about what's going on. Now, I won't tell my mother's name, but those of you who know my mom may know what she has done in the past, and that's okay because that's the past. This is this is now. This is the future. This is now. This happened over 10 years ago. Um, she met someone. She cheated on my stepdad. I was depressed because I thought that my parents were like this ideal parent that would stay together forever. <laughs> you know, and when you're a kid... You really literally do think... And, you know, and some kids, their parents go through divorce, and you don't think anything of it. You really don't. Because, I mean, you're a kid. You don't really care. But at that time, I felt like I had take. I felt like... And I wouldn't say that it was because of my mom. I would say because I allowed myself to grow up quickly. Too quickly. Because I felt like I had to step up and take responsibility for what she had did for whatever she had done, whatever she did in the past, I felt like it was my responsibility to step up and take up and deal with whatever problems that I had to deal with. Mind you, I was 10 at that time. Um, long story short, yeah, um, she did leave, um, but she didn't leave us, like abandon us. She didn't do that. Uh, my mom, growing up, she didn't get to go to parties and... Um, do anything fun like go to the club she didn't get to do any of that stuff um she had me when she was 20 she got married to my father when she was 20 um she was really young when she had me and my dad didn't really do much um my real father now he's done a lot for me now like he's done a lot for me as I got older you know he started being there for me you know he he's a great father I'm not talking down to my mother or my father they're great parents they've done a lot for me they've cared for me they've loved me but when she my mom discovered a few things in her life and those few things caused her to make bad decisions now I'm not going to say what that is because my mother is my mother, and a lot of you know my mother, so I'm not going to tell you what she's done, and I'm not going to tell you what specifically. Maybe one day I will, if I have her consent to talk about it. Maybe. But I, as of right now, I'm not going to, because it, it's really important to me that you guys get the gist of how it started. 
but I don't think you guys need to know everything as of this moment, okay? Um, so yeah, she went out and she did her thing and she, now listen, it's not like we didn't have anybody supervising us because we had my stepdad. My stepdad raised me since I was one years old and he, I call him my father. He's my papi. Papi means dad in Spanish for those of you who aren't Hispanic, which is totally okay. Um, but yeah, and you know, and he was heartbroken too. My sister was too, but I think as, and again, those of you do know my sister, so I don't want you guys harassing her about it because it happened so long ago. I think that she was angry about it, and then she wasn't. I think that I was more angry about it because I had this ideal idea of what my parents' relationships were like, and I was wrong. And I think I was just hurt and broken by the fact that I was wrong about something that I thought was right, if that makes sense. Um... My mom did things that I know she's not proud of, but she's changed, like I said. Um, Because she did those things, the things that she did in the past, I grew immensely angry towards her. I meant, I mean, I, like, you guys think, oh, no, she was just, no, like, I was angry at my mother. I was angry. Um, I would threaten to, now... Those of you that know me now, you guys, people, when they describe me, they describe me as a person with a bubbly personality. I'm a lot like, I'm a lot like my mother in that way. I have a bubbly personality. Um, I try to be nice to people. I try to be equal when it comes to people. Um, I'm African-American and Hispanic, so I was raised to believe in equality. So I... I don't know. I don't... I I choose not to... Now that I'm older, I choose not to have that anger that I had before. And I wish... I wish that at that time I would have known about it. I wish I would have been like, Okay, Nadia, you really need to chill out with this, you know? Um, So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, I grew immensely angry towards my mother because of what she did. But I didn't realize that it wasn't just her. Because it wasn't. It wasn't just my mother. It was also my stepfather, too. He, he did a lot of things that, you know, I'm also not going to talk about, but he made a lot of mistakes. And I, for years, I had no idea about it. My mom let me blame her. My mom let me be angry at her. My mom let me treat her like shit because I was angry towards her. And then within time, I started to hate myself because I knew what I was doing towards my mother. I knew that when I would call my mom horrible names and I would call her outside of her name and I would yell at her and I would tell her how she was a bad mom and I would tell her how I hated her I grew to hate myself because I knew that it was wrong because I knew that I was guilty for saying those things because I knew that doing what I did towards her it started to make me angry at myself as well and I didn't like that so then I grew to not have love for myself I I was at that point where I was angry all the time. All the time. And I... I was angry for a very long time. I mean, if you... Oh my gosh, you guys have no idea. Like, I would spend hours... And now, listen, ever since I was really young, at that... When all that stuff happened, one of the... I call him my father, but he's he's more than that. He's... um, I'm not going to disclose his name as well because, you know, for his own privacy. 
but he's been my rock for the past 10 years. Um, and he's the, he's the guy that my mom went off with, but he has changed so much as well. He's changed me. He was the one who got me into writing. He gave me a journal one day and he said, I know that you're angry at me and your mother, but here's the journal. I need you to write down on your feelings. Now he told me, you don't have to show it to me. You don't have to show it to anyone, but you need to write. He said, I believe that you need to write. I think you need to express your words instead of yelling because that's all I would do. I would yell. I would yell at everyone. I would yell at my mom. I would yell at my stepdad. I would yell at my sister. I even hated my sister for a short period of time because I I was angry at her too because I thought she didn't fight hard enough for my parents to stay together. You know, and between all that time, I realized that my parents didn't stay together because they weren't happy together. My mom wasn't, my mom didn't have completion with herself. Therefore, she couldn't have completion with the partner she was with, if that makes sense. Um, so, and now, you know, now that I'm older, I realize that. But I, I realized this a couple years ago, you know. This took a lot. This took a lot for me to not be angry. Or, <coughs> Sorry about my coughing. I'm still kind of sick. <laughs> um, but after... I had gotten past the whole anger phase, and I mean, I got to the point where I just became depressed. Now, those of you who suffer from anxiety and depression, you guys understand how dangerous it is when you're really young and you feel like you have nothing. Because that's how I felt. I felt like I had nothing. I felt like I was meant nothing. I felt like I wasn't worth anything because I was so angry and so depressed. It got to the point where I was more depressed than angry. And I was okay with it. I was genuinely okay with the fact that I was depressed. And that it was okay because, <clears throat> because I didn't have to worry about being angry anymore. I tried to lie and tell everybody that I wasn't angry anymore. I even told my mom for years that I wasn't angry at her anymore. But I was. I was angry at her and I was angry at my father and I was I was angry at myself and I hated myself. And that anger and that depression led me to drugs. Now, I have been clean for a year and a half now. I've been clean for a year and a half and I'm super proud of myself. But it is hard. Especially when I have anxiety now, especially when I have to, when I get depressed, when I have those depressed moments, or even when I'm angry, even when I have those moments where I feel a little bit of anger, I think about the drugs. I think about the opioids. I think about the Molly. I think about the Xanax. I think about, you know, anything to get me high. Like I would think about that even now, even to this day. So I cannot sit here and say that, you know, that doesn't cross my mind. But I don't do it anymore, if that makes sense. Like, I don't... I spent a very long time being angry and depressed. And those medications, those drugs, I abused it. And, I mean, I knew how to abuse it, so it wasn't like I didn't know how to do it. And I just used it as a way to replace those that anger and that depression. And it helped! You know, and I know some of you are like, yeah, okay, but what the fuck? Like, no, it doesn't help. No, it doesn't help. I know that now. I know that now. But when you when you have something to replace the feeling that you're feeling, whether it's anger, depression, anxiety, um, 
uh, what whatever you're feeling is a negative feeling. When you do drugs, now this is not me saying to go do drugs because this is <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'm trying to say is that it when you're angry and you're depressed and you're in that state of mind and you're in that conscious state of mind where you're not okay, you think that the drugs help. You think that the drugs help you feel better, whether it's uh, pills, whether it's uh, cocaine, whether it's alcohol, uh, whether it's um, self-harming, whether it's burning, whether it's cutting, whether it, whatever it is, it's, that's not a healthy replacement. It shouldn't. Your feelings should not need to be replaced. Your feelings should be you should learn to deal with your feelings in a healthy positive way write color draw run um punch a punching bag go kickboxing anything anything that's a positive relief a positive like you just a positive outlet and writing was that positive outlet and while i was while i was depressed and angry and on drugs I didn't write. I didn't write for almost a year and a half. No, I didn't write for, oh wow, that's actually an incorrect lie. I started doing drugs when I was like 15. And I was on and off, and then I got clean, and then I got off. But I didn't write for those couple years. I would write here and there, but I didn't fully write. I didn't fully express myself. I didn't fully want to write down how I was feeling because... I knew that that was my way of facing my problem, and I didn't want to face it. I didn't want to face the fact that I hated my mother to the point where I even I would sit there and tell her to go to hell and kill herself. And I only told her that once, and even to this day, even talking about it, it hurts me because I could not imagine my life without my mother. Like, she's made so many mistakes, but so have I. I've done a lot to hurt her, you know. Um, she's, look, the point is... is I don't find a replacement. Don't. Find a way to heal. Find a way to express yourself. Find a way to love yourself. Now, I'm still working on that. I'm still working on my self-love. I'm still working on it. I'm still working on my affirmations in the morning. I'm still working on trying to find a positive outlet because sometimes I don't want to write. Sometimes I will have a day when I'm completely depressed and I just want to pop pills and stay high all day. Um, about a year, About a year and a half ago, I got into a bad car accident and that car accident made me want to die even more than I ever have in my entire life. And that car accident was not my fault. I was not driving. But because of that car accident, I had to learn to live my life all over again. I had to learn how to walk. I had to learn to get my ass off the couch or the chair or whatever and walk. For those of you who've actually had to learn how to do any of that, um, I want to make a quick note, quick little note before I continue. Um, I want you to know that you're not alone. I say this with sincere. I say this with with sincerity. You are not alone. You are not alone. If you have ever been. Um, 
I think I will talk about this in maybe another episode or something. Um, I, if you've ever been sexually abused, if you've ever been into, um, if you've ever been molested, if you've ever had, uh, if you are a domestic abuser, uh, a domestic abuser survivor, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. My podcast is a safe place. My page that I just made is a safe page. Um, I am a safe place. I meant to say safe place, but I kept saying safe page. My apologies. Um, I am a safe place for you to come to. Um, I've been through more things than anyone could ever imagine. I am a safe place for anyone who wants to come and talk to me about anything, literally anything. Call me or whatever. My number is on the page as well. You are welcome to call me anonymously. Um, but back to the car accident. I was severely depressed even after that. Like, before the car accident, I was starting to finally feel like myself. I had just got... I was like a month clean before my car accident. I was a month clean. And... When I got into my car accident, the hospital gave me morphine, which I shouldn't have had, but I did because I was only a month clean. And I told them, they tried to prescribe me opi- opioids and all that stuff, but I told them not to. I told them not to because I told them that I was an addict. And I told them to reduce my morphine do- dosage. And they did, you know, they did. But I didn't want to get off it because, and I didn't want to get off it not because I wanted to stay high, but because I couldn't, I couldn't deal with the pain. I kept telling everybody at that hospital to let me die. I wanted to die. And now, that car accident, obviously it was an accident. I did not know that it was going to happen. But the minute that it happened, I wanted to die. I wanted my life to stop. I wanted my heart to stop. I wanted my brain to stop. I just wanted to die. I wanted to stop feeling. Because in that car accident, I felt like every bad shit that ever happened to me in my life, in the past... Everything, it hit me all at once. I don't call my car accident a normal car accident. I guess in a way I would say that that was my wake-up call. That was my wake-up call. That car accident made me realize that is not who I want to be anymore. I don't. And in a way, (laughs) now when I look back, I can actually say I'm glad I got into that car accident. Because I would not be in that mindset that I am right now. Where I am learning to love myself. I'm learning to give myself self-care. I'm learning to love my mother again. I'm learning to love others around me. I'm learning to not put up such a wall against others. Because I'm important. I matter. I do not need validation from anyone else. I'm okay. And... I'm so happy to hear myself say that because, like I said, a year ago, I wouldn't have been able to sit here. I would not have been able to sit here and say that I am learning to love myself again. I am learning to be okay. I'm learning to be more than okay. I do not need to feel numb anymore because that's not okay. I don't need to self-harm anymore because that's not okay. 
I don't need to make myself feel angry anymore because that's not okay. You know what? But I will say it is okay to make mistakes. It is okay to make a mistake and to feel a moment of disapproval with yourself or disappointment with yourself. It's okay to have those moments. It is. Because I still have those moments now. And I'm, I am on a path where I believe that I'm going to do good for myself and for others. I really do. I am so proud of myself. I am so proud of how far I've come. I'm so proud of my mother. I'm so proud of the people around me who have evolved and grown. And I wanted to make this episode because I wanted you guys to know a little bit about me. I wanted you guys to know why I was so angry in the past. For those of you who have known me in the past, or why I was so angry, why was I so depressed? Now, I will be making another episode about, in more depth, in more depth about my addiction and and about depression. Because I think that is an important key. I think it's an important step. And I think it will help others. Because I know a couple other people who do suffer from addiction. And from others who do suffer from depression and anxiety. I still have anxiety every time I get into a car. I freak the hell out. Now, it's not as bad as it used to be. I can say that. But it's definitely still bad. My heart will race. My pulse will beat really fast. But I will give myself an affirmation when I'm in the car and I will tell myself, I am okay. I'm alive. I'm okay. The universe will protect me. I protect myself. I'm okay. I'm loved. I love myself. I'm going to be okay. And throughout the whole ride, wherever I'm going, wherever whether it's coming home or leaving home or wherever, I'm okay. Because I tell myself that affirmation every single day. It may not be exactly that, but I do tell myself that I love myself and that I'm going to be okay and that nothing bad is going to happen to me because I will not allow it to. Things, bad things happen to you. Now, I don't know. For those of you who are going to be like, oh my God, so which means that if I get abused, I let it happen. No, not, not necessarily not. See, I'm still learning this. I'm still learning that you are in control of what comes around you. I'm, I'm, an, I'm, I'm an empath. So I have very good intuition. I have very good strong feelings about things. I, it, but it's not just a strong feeling. Like For those of you out there who are empaths, you understand what I'm trying to say. I can't really explain it because I don't really know how to explain it. I'm not really good at explaining things like that. But... I I know that I'm going to be okay. I know that you're going to be okay. I know that whatever death, whatever hurt, whatever shitty thing that happened to you, you're going to be okay. You're going to get right back up and you're going to you're going to do it. You're going to do it because that's all you have left to do. What do you have to lose? What do you really have to lose? What do you have to lose that you can't heal yourself, you can't love yourself, you can't allow yourself to be loved? What do you have to lose? 
Nothing. You have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. You can do this. I'm doing it right now. It is hard as hell, and it makes me sick sometimes that I even have to put myself, that I even had to go through something in order to get to where I'm at right now. It sucks. It does. It sucks like, like, it sucks. But I am doing it because I want to get to that headspace. I want to get to that state of consciousness, that state of mind, where I know that I'm more than just I am more than what I'm being defined as. I am loved. You are loved. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Love and blessings. Nadia. Nadia.